0: Welcome to Your Thought Life Podcast. I am your host, Michael Anderson. Before we get started, I just want to ask for a quick favor and that you would head over to however you enjoy this podcast and subscribe. Thanks for supporting the show in this way. And many, many thanks to each of you who have already subscribed and have left us a review on the platforms that support it. Crushing the fear of failure is our topic for today. I'm currently working with a client and that particular client grew up in an environment much like mine, where for him, the things that were modeled with respect to fear and failure is that failure is final. If you fail, you're a failure. And he and I have been unpacking that and tracing it back to some of his earliest memories. And they date all the way back to kindergarten, first and second grade, during those most impressionable years. And together, we have made some tremendous strides undoing some of the paralyzing impact that the fear of failure can have in our lives. We're going to uncover why we fear failure and we're also going to take a very, very close and thorough look at how do we overcome the fear of failure? I'm very fortunate that I've been able to get past this, but I know that this is a struggle for quite a few people. And this was one of the topics that had a tremendous amount of support with respect to requested topics. And I want you to understand that when you're faced with the fear of failure, this is not a mental negotiation that you get to participate in. This is a time for you to take control of the situation and declare that you are the overseer of your being and you're in charge. Your thoughts, your emotions, your fears are all here to serve you and therefore you get the final say. And the fear of failure is common. It shouldn't be one of those things that is... Taboo. It should be very openly discussed with yourself and others. Now let's jump into the meat of this from a root cause perspective. There are two main drivers at play here. And immediately after I touch on these two main drivers, we're going to get into the six most common reasons why we as humans fear failure. The two dominant drivers are one, It's an age old protective mechanism. And then number two, it helps us or some to avoid emotions that we felt in the past when we failed. Now I'm not gonna dig into each of those, but rather I'm going to show those in these six scenarios that are the most common reasons why we fear. First one up is the fear of judgment. Sometimes we may fear failure because we're worried about what others will think about us. We may worry that failure will damage our reputation or cause us to be viewed as incompetent and inadequate. And none of those things are true. For all of the scenarios that we would find ourselves in where these three things play out, reputational damage, incompetence, and inadequacy, more often than not, science shows that those are self-inflicted rather than being inflicted primarily by others. So we can go ahead and ditch that one immediately. Number two, fear of the unknown. It's very common for the fear of failure to bring about uncertainty and a sense of loss of control. Sometimes we may feel fear or feel the fear of failure, because we're worried about what will happen if we don't succeed and may not know what task, what chore, what assignment is next. All of those things are legit. I don't wanna play those down. If you're coming from a place where you're very accustomed to being regimented, knowing all 10 steps, completing them by the numbers, Like, I like to do life. I totally get this. But there does come a time where you have to realize that you don't necessarily have to have control over everything. And it's perfectly fine to have an outline of what you're going to be doing and sort of ebb and flow with life. Instead of being so regimented that if you don't have everything, this sort of fear of the unknown creeps in and prevents you from even getting started. Number three, perfectionism. Sometimes, you know, we feel that because of maybe unrealistic expectations or this perfectionistic streak that if we get started and we don't meet this certain threshold of quality, that we will have missed the mark. It's even worse for some, you know, if they're accustomed to being an A student and all of a sudden they get a B. It's like, oh my gosh, I got a B. That's horrible. The idea of it being a passing grade matters not. It's a B, it's not an A. This whole perfectionistic thing can be quite a bit to contend with. But what you have to tell yourself is in most of the occupations that make up the working class and and even outside of that, in the professional realms and in entrepreneurial realms and in business, I've just about been in every vertical and a wide range of industries. And what I know is this perfectionism or being perfect has not been a requirement except for one organization. It's when I had an employer that principally did engineering work. Now, engineering work, you got to be daggum close to perfect, but not perfect. They made mistakes all the time. And the difference in them having that overarching requirement and some of the folks that we meet that struggle with this is they gave themselves a break. They said to themselves, you know what? I see what I did wrong. No worries. The next time I come across this, I'll make some subtle tweaks. I'll press through it. That's the way you want to do this. And the 80-20 rule is most certainly in effect. Number four, negative self-image. Now, you know, we talk about this quite a bit in our podcast. It's the whole basis from which this podcast was birthed. Positive self-image will propel you past many of the things that we've already covered thus far. Fear of judgment, fear of the unknown, perfectionism. A proper positive mental mindset will give you the, the sort of kick in the bottom that you need, if you need it, to get you past the hurdle or past that point of resistance, so you can keep moving forward. You know, these negative beliefs about yourself, you start to think through those, and then your body checks in, and you're like, and it's like, hey, you know what, we're really feeling some kind of way right now. Hmm, okay, I see, okay, I see what's going on here. I see there's a chemical cocktail here called uh, self-doubt, I'm going to go ahead and share some more stuff because it seems like this is the way we want to feel right now. And bam, you're in this whirlwind of negativity. If you don't halt it, it continues day by day or day after day. And this is a vicious cycle that people find it very, very difficult to be removed from. Practice a positive mental attitude, a positive mental self-image. Number five, social pressures. From time to time, we may fear failure because we worry about how others will perceive us. We sometimes feel the pressure to meet certain expectations or to live up to, you know, certain people's standards or certain groups' standards. I'm just going to tell you that is something that all of us are going to have to face as we move up the ladder. And as we mature in our careers, moving from individual contributor up through the management ranks to the pentacle, when you come to the executive level, there are certain things that are just expected of you. If this is an area where you're struggling, then by all accounts, you're going to have to face this. The best way to face this Is to say to yourself, you're going to do and give your absolute best. And if your best isn't good enough, then you'll just find yourself a different employer and let that be that. Number six, previous negative experiences. Sometimes we've had failures and negative experiences in our far past and sometimes in our near past. But at the end of the day, what typically ensues is that these experiences leave us feeling embarrassed, ashamed and discouraged. If you have a pursuit that you want to go after and as a part of that pursuit, one of these things that you've experienced in the past that didn't go so well is a part of that journey, is a part of that task to help you complete whatever it is that you're going after, when you get to that, that's going to be a significant point of resistance. And every time we have a significant point of resistance, it almost certainly is because we don't have a program to support it, meaning there's a subconscious program that we have not been able to overcome this is where reprogramming of the subconscious comes into play, noting specifically what the issue was and then charting a course to undo that. We've provided you also with an episode on reprogramming the subconscious. I would highly encourage you to listen to that. Now, I want to give you some additional things that you can do to really break through some of these challenges. And just as a point of understanding for where we are in terms of where we've been, we said that there were two primary reasons. There's the age-old inner protective mechanism, and there's the mechanism to avoid the emotions that we felt the last time we failed. And then there's six areas that we've just discussed, that are the most common reasons why we fail. Now we're going to address what we need to do to overcome these failures. The very first one is, according to leading psychologists, there's only a 15% probability that what we fear will come to pass. You ought to be able to take great comfort in that percentage That means that 85% of the time, when your mind goes off on one of those tangents and has you feeling some kind of way about getting started, you can immediately reply back with, okay, well, science says this is 15% probability. That means there's an 85% probability that that won't happen. The odds are in my favor. I'm pressing on. Next, feel the fear and do it anyway. This is a learned behavior. In order for us to move beyond the comfort zone, we have to enter into this phase of learning where we put ourselves in uncomfortable situations and allow those situations to teach us new things about ourselves, some good, some not so good, but we've already said that failure is not final. So for those things that we did well, get a checkbox for those. For those things that we didn't do so well, we have an opportunity the next time to master them. And we do that sequentially over time until all the check boxes that we desire have a check mark. Dispel all forms of what if. What if and shoulda, woulda, coulda, those things are not your friends. Dispel them once and for all, and don't even consider looking back. Make a hard-line decision from X day forward. I am not going to do that. That is no longer a part of me. That's that. And the next thing is don't expect mastery without doing the work. In this generation that we live in, so many things can occur very, very quickly. And we have conveniences like never before, and sometimes we mix those up, those conveniences, that is, with real life outside of a package delivery, outside of something that we want or wanted online that we now have possession of inside of two days. When we're going after goals and large pursuits, particularly short and long-term goals where the Horizon is anywhere from a year to three years. Family, we got to dig in. This is what is required for that level of success. All the people who are already there experiencing it, when they look back, they have some really tough times in their rearview mirrors. I'm not saying we've got to do this from a position of force, which makes it even tougher. We can do it from a position of flow and really have fun while we do this, if we so desire. But again, hard work is a part of this. Much of that hard work is not going to be the task that you have to do to create the business, to move your career from one level to the next, or to secure some sort of personal goal. It's going to be the inner work that you do on the inside, the self-development work. That's the work we're referring to here That's going to be incredibly tough, but you can do it. Next one is allow failure to be your vitamin. Failure is not final. It just means that for what you were attempting to do at this particular time with the plan that you had in place, there were pieces and parts that worked in your favor, and there were some others that did not. When you accept the fact that failure is not final, Then you take a scientific approach to it. You document the pieces and parts that went well. Then you look at what didn't go well. And you simply think through it with a different approach. And you go try the new approach. You do that as many times as necessary until you reach your mark. It's just that simple. But it requires a mindset that says failure is not final. Remember... Success demands failure. If you want to get out yonder to where all of this abundance is, the next level of you is flourishing, doing all of the things that you've longed to do. There's going to be some failure that you're going to have to endure, learn from, retool, reshape, rethink so that you can pass those milestones and reach your final destination. Last one, let go and take action. Let go of any type of behavior, any type of mindset, any type of previous failure, any type of control scenarios, and any old experiences that you've had that are unresolved. Let those go. Let those go. And once you let those go, then you will be in a position To adopt a positive mental mindset, to craft objectives for yourself, to implement those objectives by taking action, remaining accountable for all the things that you're going to do, and then following through until they are completed. Be certain that whenever you start something, you complete it. Don't start anything and not complete it. That is a subconscious cycle that you absolutely can't miss. If you find that playing out in your life, deal with that first. Consistency is important if you're going to have objectives that take more than two days. (laughs) And each of those goals that's important to you is probably going to take far more than two days. This is not going to be an Amazon experience, unfortunately do these things diligently and I believe inside of a very short period of time, 30, 60, 90 days, depending on how much time you commit, you can turn this around, you can crush the fear of failure, and you can have all of the things that you want for yourself and you can achieve your goals and your objectives and reach your dreams. That's going to conclude this episode. Thank you so much for your time and attention. I do ask that you share this with family and friends. And anyone that you think that might benefit from this style of information. And then tag us on IG at your thought life Y-O-R. Thought Life No Spaces. Leave a comment or suggestion. And I want to remind you, you are enough. You can do it. You are uniquely equipped to realize your goals. But until next time, take care.